0: What's up, guys? Very special episode of Dear Albie this week. Chris and I jump into Bravo HQ to speak with Eric and Megan, the hosts of Bravo's Daily Dish podcast. It's an awesome conversation. We cover all things Housewives, Man's everything in between, and we jump into some Dear Albie questions as well. Next week, we are officially off vacation. Finally, we're back. We've got awesome, awesome questions from you guys. Dear Mailbag at gmail.com while you still have some time. We've got a great guest list. We've missed you all. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, and I hope you enjoy this intro, because it took me about 50 times to actually pull this off, and you would think without Chris next to me that life would be easier, but apparently it's not. Uh, also, by vacation, that means we've finally gotten Chris to, to get up and actually record some shows, which I'm comfortable saying, because you know he's not going to listen to this anyway. Uh, stop vemoing him. Catch you guys later.
1: <laughs> okay, so we are here with Albie and Chris Manzo. Hey, guys. Hey. How are you? Hanging. So you guys are still living in New Jersey. Yeah. Any plans to leave? You're going to stay there?
2: I, I uh, Actually, it was my last kind of thing on Man's I thought about leaving. Right. Uh, I wanted to go to New Orleans for a year. I don't know if that was on TV or not, but I wanted to go to New Orleans for a year, and then um, my sister got pregnant, and I was like, oh, I, I should meet that kid. Mm-hmm. And I stuck around for her for a little bit, and then I... Um, ran honestly randomly i'm um, open to business in hoboken so now i'm I'm tied to new jersey i think for the foreseeable future totally
0: yeah i mean i uh i, I think that for as much as we talk about maybe wanting to leave one day it's hard for me to picture living anywhere else you know i've got business now california miami chicago so i'm there all three pretty often um and i can't picture just up and up and leaving you right. know regardless of the roots and anything like that just I think it's just kind of Part of who we are You know Absolutely like, So it makes it It makes it kind of Difficult to think About anything else I would
2: love to up and leave it's not really Orleans part still of uh, uh, I don't know I don't know I just would love to Even if it was just for a year Just to say that I did Kind of thing Yeah But I, I just I always say
1: that I'm kind of all talk <laughs> <laughs> Well you never know So how are your parents doing
0: They're doing good They're doing good Mom's like super grandma Right now Yeah dad's like you know keeping it going he's it's funny like every uh, marky has definitely changed the dynamic of the family i didn't think we can get much much closer i think honestly like me and lauren that's lauren's
2: daughter for those that haven't been keeping up
0: yeah yeah it's brought everybody closer in a lot of ways and and you know we're all going to disney together for example like which is which is really wild because i thought we were pretty dumb at family vacations and now it's like well it doesn't really count because it's kind of like a new family now like Vito's coming and lauren's coming and you know you have to kind of uh it it's really just created a dynamic that's a lot more fun than it even used to be. So it's kind of like we're learning all over again, how to be a family.
1: What is it like being an uncle? What's the best part of it?
0: Uh, you know, the best part is um, when she starts crying or, you know, smells or something you can just give her back. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> somebody else's job. But um, yeah, I mean, for, for me just being around her, uh, it's it's made me want to have kids more um. And, and settle down in a weird way because it's just been so much fun. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's a job. It's a job, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's fun
2: to watch Lauren transition because, like, we obviously grew up with Lauren. when, And we, like, Lauren our whole lives was, like, the person you can't leave around sharp objects <laughs> or hot <laughs> items. And now she's, like, re- a, a very attentive good mom. You know, and it's cool. It's just fun to watch. Like, you know, you say, like, oh, we're all growing up and you see people get married, this and that. But it's, when it's your own family, it's a lot closer to see that, like that maturity and like the everyone is also so full of it. Where like they'll say, "Oh, being a mother is so great," and isn't that Lauren so brutally honest with every good and bad thing that happens? And it's just it's a very it's cool honestly to see her kind of grow up. Like she was always obviously an adult already, but it's it's a different level when when you have a kid,
1: right? I'm told. Yeah. What about Vito as a dad? Uh, Vito as a dad is Vito as a person. He's just <laughs> Vito
2: still. Yeah. He's not, I don't think anything could change that kid. He's just like. He's, he, but he's very everything. Uh, he types in all caps. Um, the so Kanye like, tweet. I'll, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he really yeah. is. That's exactly him. So every now and then, I'll just get like a text, not a picture of the baby. That's like perfect face, like in all <laughs> caps. And I'm like, okay, that's. I, I'm assuming there's a picture of Marky coming at some point. It doesn't really ever show up though. I'm right, assuming right. that's what he's talking. He about.
1: loses the service. It doesn't send. But yeah.
2: he's the same. He's the same guy. But he, they're both so happy and just enamored with her it's like it's awesome just to watch the two of them
1: do you think they'll have more
0: kids i hope so <clears throat> yeah i mean he uh, i know vito definitely wants to have a boy you know but i think it, it you know i was talking to my mom about this it's so hard for me to picture loving an even another kid as much as like we love marky it's really really strange it kind of in, in in a weird way almost like i'm the oldest on the on the manzo side so we would make fun of my grandmother because she would actually say uh, and she'll, she will listen to this by the way Grandma is like, like the most supportive person in the world but she'll call me Albie I listened to you guys on the podcast it was uh-huh. so good <laughs> and um, it's made me kind of like have to watch what we say on like Dear Albie and stuff now because I'm, I'm terrified of what she's going to find out about us but she um, you know will openly admit that i am her favorite grandchild like in front of everybody at christmas she does not care
2: and like on christmas she gives everyone a card but she writes something in al's card yeah no it's awesome <laughs> it's not just a no, signature just love grandma right card. That's <laughs> awesome.
0: so like with marky if i have kids okay and my mom was like look marky's my favorite i would totally get it like i would 100 percent right. understand you right know? so it's kind of put a lot of things in perspective
1: so that's cute well she is adorable She's cute, we right? love keeping up with her on Instagram and everything
0: yeah, she uh me we uh i've I think I've desensitized her a little bit to arguing because she thinks it's funny, like we we have these like little arguments that i I'll throw on Instagram like randomly. And um, she just like when she actually does something wrong and her mom tries to discipline her, she thinks I, I feel like she thinks it's like, OK, I'm on now. I've got to, <laughs> I've got to respond back. It's like, a
1: challenge. Yeah. I've like produced my two year old niece. How is 10th Street Pasta and Pizza doing? It's you has been, it yeah. been
2: great. It's been great. We were actually just talking about it on the way here. It's something that, you know, I think um, a lot of people don't realize. I guess it's easy when you're watching a show and you see other people try different businesses and different things like people kind of forget i started the show when i was 18 you know i'm 29 now so there's been a lot of i tried a lot of stuff you know and the only thing that really kept uh calling me was the restaurant business and i think uh when you're not doing a show like the one we were doing it becomes easier to focus just because uh when you're doing it's a lot of fun like i'm not gonna say oh the show takes over your life it's not it's it's completely personal decisions that like it's just fun you know you have all these opportunities to do things and um you know you live one life kind of thing and and you have the chance to travel and meet all these crazy people and you don't want to work truthfully you know you don't you don't want to be busy you don't want to be tied down to a place or anything like that and it took me a while to realize that, that i was like no you just don't want to work right now <laughs> right. and then once the show was over it was easy to say okay you know you got a free nine years when when you're supposed to be the busiest you didn't do anything yeah. so like you get to work and it's it's been a lot more fun than i thought being busy you know i thought it was gonna hate it now i'm like like i said I it's like super battery i'm sure i don't know how long this is gonna last but i'm very uh the restaurant's going to last. I mean, my enthusiasm. Right. <laughs> but it's been great. It's been extremely well received. Um, I I swear to you, I would never be a part of something. I love food too much to be a part of something bad. So, yeah. like, the the food is just – it's such a different atmosphere. I really enjoy it there a lot. And something I thought I would dislike more than I do. I right. really enjoy it.
1: We're growing up. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I,
2: I, I don't like that I enjoy it in a weird way. But it right. just, it's – like, whenever something comes up to maybe do something with the TV world or – I'm like, I'm – kind of out of it you
1: know yeah and albie you just started actually a flower company which was something you kept under wraps for a little while so congratulations on that thanks yeah yeah so um, sitting on the mesa right you
0: know what and so funny because i when i posted that um i kind of just put my phone back in the pocket and just didn't really think about all right how are people going to react to it and then i saw a bunch of responses that like came in and they were at chris and i was like what do you what did he say and he goes which one were you sitting on and because of course, God forbid, I have like a moment with anything. I can't just like you know, like, hey man, like a congrats would have been fine in that moment. <laughs> it would have been cool.
2: Well, Al, first for context, Al posted a picture "I've been sitting on this for a while." I it's had a been picture sitting of a on flower. For a flower. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> a, no, no. I, I'm like "All right, no, that's so, a weird thing." No, I, I, I kinda, a, it still smells good. That's a great flower. I
0: look at quality um, flowers. Nah, I look at you know, it's funny. So Bloom and Birch is uh, it's it's a flower company that I got involved with almost a year ago and um basically i'm in owner in the company i help operate it every day it's real flowers that last a year um you have to water them or anything like that so when i got involved some friends of mine in california had started the business under a different name and just said look you know it, it, the way i work with regular brands now i've got you know probably about a dozen different projects that i'm on in one way or another almost every day and uh, i love the idea and just kind of when it made sense to." you know, post it after I thought we had gotten to a place where, you know, we could handle shipping and all that other stuff. Right. Um, I did. So, you know, I didn't um we don't I don't usually like making quote unquote big deals out of things. Like, you know, for mm-hmm. me it's like just take us to Instagram. Like I, I feel connected to people there still. Um, you know, maybe even from the show or this or that and I really take uh, what everybody says pretty serious and, and try and like learn from it. At least the ones that, you know, are obviously, you know, real people at a minimum. So, uh, when I threw it up there, the response was awesome. And, and people, it's probably the most exciting brand I've ever been a part of from the standpoint of like how fast it's grown and the response to it. And like, I just did a really great event at West Elm when I was in Nordstrom in Palo Alto. And we've got really great partnerships with like JDRF and, uh, Lucille Packard foundation I toured the hospital out there. That was great. um, so it's just a, it, it just is a really good feeling that everybody's supported the way that they have. And, you know, I should have brought some for you guys. It's like, you know, we got to, we got to use some color in here.
1: They last a year. I mean, that'd, that'd be deal. great. Yeah, at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to take care of them, which is great for me. Cause I can't like, I can't have a pet, like I can't have a goldfish, let alone right. like, you know, remember <laughs> to water a plant. So, right, right. you know, um, it, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun one. It's a fun one. So being
1: both business owners now, did you get any advice from your parents when you started off in, in these businesses?
2: Oh. It's a little different for me because I'm in the restaurant business and I got all of my education my whole life through my father working for him. And, you know, that was pretty well documented on the show as well. There wasn't any like, hey, dad, this is what I'm doing. It was more, uh, "Okay, like now it's time to all those times I got yelled at and didn't really understand why I have to start making sense now because it's, you know, I'm in the opposite seat. And uh, but I I bounce a ton of things off my dad, but it is funny though because it's such such a different business you know he does weddings and super formal and we're a nicer place but it's it's essentially pizza and a lot of home style italian food and stuff so um i get a lot of advice for him but it's more so like very it's more facts like hey like how long is this good for <laughs> you know how long is this? do you know a good supplier for this but uh, as far as advice goes we actually it's been it's actually a cool my dad and i have a different sort of dynamic than we did we bounce ideas off each other a lot because we're now we're just in the same business, right? You know?
1: Yeah, equal playing field, kind of.
2: Yeah, it's, it's fun though, because he's you could tell he likes what we're doing too. Cause it's just so different than what he's used to, and it's such a small place. It's very intimate. It's easy to, uh, it's easy to, kind of obsess over that place. It's very like, creative. We change the menu every week. We don't really have like rules there. Right. You know, right. He, he
1: loves that kind of thing a lot. That's awesome, Al. What about you, Annie?
0: Yeah, for me, um, you know, the way that I get advice from from really both my parents is a little bit different because. Th- my world is very different from the one that, that they've come out from, you know, obviously it's not, uh, you know, like a catering hall, but entrepreneurship is entrepreneurship. Right. And where I talk to him and I have really, really deep conversations with him is honestly like the last few years of my life have been really scary because to get into these brands, you know, you're either investing your time, your money or whatever it is. And it doesn't always, you know, it's definitely not guaranteed to work out. Like, there's a typical job. You walk in, you spend five years somewhere, you can pretty much pick out the office you're going to sit in and the raise you're going to get. I don't have that. I mean, I could work for years and years and years and make less money. And you have to have a stomach for doing that. And it's scary. And I've got, you know, if there's any place that we've hit the absolute jackpot, it's with our parents. I say that all the time. And going to him, it's a lot more of, hey, look, you know, am I doing everything in a way that you think makes sense like don't i don't get babied in that stuff i don't sit with him and say hey look i need a pep talk it's if you think i'm not good at what i do i want to know because i trust your opinion and for years when i just wanted to say hey look maybe i should just stop and get a job he was the one saying you know you are great at this keep pushing and you know one day just things kind of clicked and you know there are a million different projects like there's something you know it's funny i was telling chris even before we leave I can't talk about it too much, but one of the projects that I have is in this building. Like, no, like really, really crazy stuff. One of the brands I work with, right? You tell me that. No, no, that's true. You knew it when we were coming up. I said we got to stop there. But it's remember. a long story. But anyway, like that to me is cool. You know, there are a lot of things that I've touched on that, you know, have gone to the moon in ways that I couldn't imagine. And there's some things I thought would be gigantic that didn't pan out. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's just in me. I'm addicted to this. And um, where I was really, really afraid of how things were going to work several years ago, like... It's the best memories now to think about how scared I was, you know, um, and how bad of a financial position I had to put myself in to get some of the things going that I have. And, you know, now that it finally looks like, yeah, those were good decisions. Like, you know, I've got my parents to thank for that pretty much. And that's it because they, they definitely pushed me in times where I, I'm not even going to lie. It it was scary and I, I didn't want to keep going. So, uh, in that way they're amazing.
1: Yeah. Well, so your mom was on the podcast that you guys have recently And she was talking a little bit about her kind of involvement in your lives, especially your dating lives. So has she taken more of a backseat since you've gotten a little bit older?
0: She uh, you know what? I trust their opinion a lot because I think when we make, um, you know, decisions based on like emotion like that, I think sometimes you can get it wrong. Right. Uh, They never really, at least for me, being the oldest, I've always wanted who I date to get along with my family. And that's great. They don't get involved in the day to day of that, so let's talk about it a ton. You know what I mean? And let's feature that on the show a million times, even though it was those conversations, like, would probably happen with a little bit less frequency uh, if it wasn't something that well, we we're like. They catching. aired
2: every time the conversation would happen.
0: You know what I mean? Like, put it that way. Right. Like, it's
2: not something that was like so beaten to a, a pulp that was like, oh, we got to cut half of it. And like, it's not. Oh, also, well, you should finish. But we have very different approaches to dating and our parents. Oh, like, yeah. Like, extremely polarized. Yeah. Well, I think, I
0: think it's got a lot to do with, like, my age, though. Like, I mm-hmm. wanted whoever I date to be a part of that dynamic because it's the one I've wanted to recreate, right? Chris has seen some of the, you know, the, the not-so-positive experiences that come out of that, okay? Especially when we were younger and said, yeah, I'm just going to keep everybody away, which is probably a lot smarter. But, um, yeah, they uh, I can't think of anybody that I've dated in the last... You know, since i've been around you guys that they haven't been super cool with and uh you know maybe not liked after a certain amount of time how things have <laughs> his gone face back. is no no a different no story. no dude, dude dude i'm saying like when they've met them they're nice to them oh, you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah, yeah yeah i mean afterwards they could say hey listen you know i didn't <laughs> think this person was a good choice and here's why or they did something that you know we didn't like but i mean that's our family right we have each other's backs it's what we do so yeah. uh, but they're they're super nice
2: I don't tell them a word. Really? They yeah, don't, that's true. I don't care about their, <laughs> I do care about their opinion. I do care if they like the person I'm dating. It, it's not contingent on whether or not I date that person. That's, it's right. I have to date them. Not you. Yeah. You know, I, I hope you like them, but I don't bring anyone to the house as like a, Hey, what do you think? It's like, Hey, look who I'm dating. You are presenting you know I mean? them. It's yeah. It's presenting. Yeah. It's not, I'm not asking for <laughs> this approval. This isn't up for discussion. No, I'm not, exactly. I'm not <laughs> asking for approval. I'm telling you, you know, this is who I'm dating. Um lucky for me it's it's been nothing but good things I think I have pretty good taste in, in who I um bring home and, and what have you but uh they they're not involved in my life at all I mean they would like they would like to be but it's to the point where my mom doesn't even try she doesn't ask she doesn't and I've worked very hard on that you know it's been about ten years of me being absolute stonewall and not saying a single word so uh, they they don't get involved in my life at all with it but they they definitely care you know they're curious and all that but I we take very different approaches when it comes to dating. Always have. Yeah. And Al always says I learned from him, but I'm like, you keep doing the things that you're doing. Yeah, no. You can learn from yourself as well. Yeah, but I don't, I I don't (laughs) not,
0: you know, it's weird. I don't, I don't look at that and it's still what I want, you know, just because it's like, even the way I I feel like how I am in relationships and stuff, I think I don't regret the way I handle myself because honestly, like I want to get, back what I put in right Mm -hmm. so like I I think it's the type of thing where you're gonna find somebody that's a fit in every single aspect of life just because one person doesn't appreciate something doesn't mean it's like you know it's gonna be like that throughout so I think uh, I don't let it really change my behavior in the way I approach things if I thought my family was impossible to get along with you know sure but that's not what I think I think actually they're more of an asset than anything else to the to the relationship so
1: yeah well given all the time you guys have spent on television do you ever like in public, are people throwing out certain lines to you guys? Is there anything that often comes up still from the show? It, it
2: was definitely a lot more than it is now, yeah, obviously you know out of sight out of mind kind of thing. I will say I'm really surprised at the amount of people that we still do that do still i mean i'm I'm pretty easy to find these days, so I'm always at the restaurant um a little bit less so lately, but we get people from just this weekend london, Australia, Canada. You're like hey, I just came in. We're we're here for New York for a week. The first place we came was Hoboken, New Jersey. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not something I don't think anyone's done. It's like oh, right. before we hit Manhattan, we got to check out Hoboken. So and Hoboken's a great town. It's just you know, it's no one goes across the world for it. Right. And um, that's really cool. You know, like really, really cool to have all these people from all over the world, all over the country that come here. Uh, all people, you know, their whole life go to New York, plan a trip to New York, and to take a day to go to you know, see us and they ask questions like, of course, you got to answer as many as you can. Like, that's that's so cool with people. But uh, I've been in the town I live in now for 10 years and people there now just could not care any less about right. the show or anything like that. It's more of a like an inside joke, to be honest with you, with most of the people that even if I don't know them, you know, they'll be like, hey, there's no cameras here or anything like <laughs> that. It's mostly stuff like that. But it used to be um, when I'm out of this out of New Jersey, it's a lot more, believe it or not, because I think. It's more. I'm so accessible in New Jersey, like I said. That if anyone that's wanted to meet me the past nine years has definitely right. had their chance <laughs> of one of the ten thousand things I've promoted. So, um, I think, yeah, I still get a lot though. There's definitely. I'm trying to think of what it is. I mean, it's I every day.
0: Well. You still get. You hear it every day.
2: Yeah, it, Instagram's funny because it's kind of like the show never stopped in a certain way. Especially Al. I mean, I'm. I don't post that often. I'm. I'm a very bad at being a millennial. I don't know how, <laughs> how to do a lot of the. Uh, I I know how to do it. I just don't know. I'm not. I don't promote myself well. Right, this is, this is what people tell me. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> Al and Lauren and Mom, because they're there on Sundays. I'm I'm obviously working Sundays, but it's almost like another mini show. Like I go home from uh from work, and I'm like, I right, let's see what I missed on the day, and like Al argues with Marky e and all this other stuff. So people will come in and they know so much about our current day. You know, they don't ask very much about the show. And, oh, do you talk right. to this one or that one? They ask about, like, oh, how did this go? And I'm like, that was a week ago. and We're not on TV anymore. Yeah, how you how did that? you know that? So it's – it's it, when we started the show, no, there was no social media. It didn't exist. Right. Yet. Yeah. You yeah. Know, we we were in this building in Andy's office talking <laughs> about how people uh, message him on Facebook. And we were talking about how, like, isn't it weird people are allowed to message you on Facebook right. now? Right, and now well, look yeah, at and it. And <laughs> now people know to the second what we're doing. It's, yeah. So it's – the evolution of everything since the show started has been so crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been pretty wild. I mean, that's it's actually the first that's a funny story. The first time we were ever in this building and we go into Andy's office and it's uh it was a press day for for housewives. And Andy says to me and Chris, it's ten thirty in the morning and he's like joking around, like you guys like you know, you see Andy, Andy's like obviously a ton of funny he goes, you guys want to shot of tequila or something? I mean, Chris is looking at me like, Yeah. <laughs> he's like,
1: he's like, How old are you guys? At this
0: I, Chris was twenty one. Yeah, and I, I'm just like, immediately we were both like, yes. And he was like, I, I'm, I'm joking, like you know, because there's this bottle of stuff at his desk. Right. Like, oh, well, we didn't do uh, the shot. For- <laughs> no, <we> I'm <didn't> <laughs> not shot. just saying that to <laughs> no, save Andy. We, either yeah, you, we really didn't. Did. But he was like, <laughs> but
2: we said yes. It was he, immediate. He, and you know, I don't think he was ready for that game of chicken. He yeah. was like, he yeah, I was to do a <laughs> shot. Right. Yep. He was like, <laughs> soon. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, But I remember, you know, it's so funny though. Like even then, I remember both of us like. Kind of, and Andy wasn't who he is today. Obviously, he's, he's so much. I mean, back well, then, it was a web show. It, yeah, it, was it wasn't Watch What Happens. It was like this, and we did this little web show thing. And I remember we left, and we were so like, oh, "That was Andy," you know what I mean? Right. And again, it wasn't Andy today. It was, it was like Bravo. but He was a huge deal, and people that knew it. But Now, of course, it's, it's a different story. And we were like, we had to do a shot. Was, like, Maybe, what if we never meet the guy? Again? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like we got more <laughs> conversations and memories than we could really remember, you know. But it's. We reflect a lot more than we used to on on like the Bravo time I think. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean it it was it was a lot of fun I think. There's I mean I wouldn't take a second of any of it back, you know, let like there's just so much of it like it's weird for me thinking of I do look at it in two different ways though. Like Housewives was one thing and it was like being trapped in a 5-6 year long anxiety attack. And then Mansode was kind of like this little like, you know, advil you took after the migraine that that uh, that was just fun you know but i think um it was easier and there are a little bit you know there are elements of of both that i think are a lot of fun um but yeah i mean we had a we had a ton of fun like there are a million stories like that like with the andy things and um that we look back on and and just uh it, it was just a blast you know like for for 10 years like i mean how many people get to say they even like you know do it for an episode type thing so it's cool
1: right absolutely well tell us a little bit about the podcast Mm -hmm. how did that get started what was your inspiration behind that
0: uh like most good ideas it was chris's um (laughs) and uh you know i can't take credit for any of that for sure and i think just basically um by virtue of my name rhyming with abby like you know that that's how it happened so um chris had done it uh we we did it one time and basically was like look we got to turn this into a podcast and um
2: well, he says we did it one time. We were working with a, a network, that really small group that just wanted t- just to hire us for, to do a show. And I was like, well, you know, I'm a free agent. Why not? <laughs> so uh, I we did this little tiny thing, more so just to kind of uh, stay sharp because we, ta- we were seeing what else we could do in the TV world and what have you. And um, something went wrong. I don't know. the guest didn't show up or something like that. It was a sports show. And... Uh, I out of nowhere, I was like, "What if we just pulled all Dear Abby questions and we just asked Al the same questions?" <laughs> and they're like, basically advice questions from like the '40s. That I think one of them was like, "I have a pet jaguar and I think he's gay. <laughs> Do you have advice?" Yeah, that was a real question. And and. It just ever since, I think it was that question that yeah. we were all like, this is Yeah, something. this is amazing. I couldn't, <laughs> I
0: couldn't get over the fact that the guy had a pet Jaguar. I was right. like, I, you know, I'm you still know, stuck on, on in that Florida, part of it, by the way. Yeah, which, which it like, kind of explains it. it you know. But, you know, so basically, you know, we go from there. We record, um, you know, we had, we had a bunch of uh, podcast equipment still like, you know, from years earlier. And um, we record like five or six of them, whatever it is. And uh, hey, Chris, I sat on that too. Remember, we we sat on that, meaning we didn't release it right away.
2: I talking about my phone. No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> so I I was really I, I listened to them back, and all I knew for sure is that I was having fun doing the show with Chris. I was really really worried about how people were going to react because I said, "Oh my god, this is such a typical thing." Like you know, you got X hack reality TV guys, like you know, now you're doing a podcast. that's so like you know, and um. We had it recorded for so long. We, we had never, it forever. Released it, and it went up on in September. It went up on iTunes uh, or Apple uh, Podcast. I, and I didn't say anything. I said nothing. So three weeks came by, and the producers of the show, the guys that we did this with, basically were like, "Look, you gotta you gotta say something. Come on." And I felt really bad because at, at that point, you know, everybody had worked really hard on it, and I just was like, "All right, you know, fine." So I went down. Um, to the gym. It was like, it was in the middle of the day on a Tuesday and said, all right, I'm going to post it at like two o'clock. So if nobody reacts and nobody responds, then I'm not gonna feel bad about it. Cause I'm gonna say to myself, well, yeah, you did it at two o'clock on a Tuesday. Nobody's going right. to see it. <laughs> and I, as if that didn't make me feel worse when I was picking the picture. I said to Chris, "Hey, listen. Which one of the pictures do you think we should use?" And Chris was like, "I think you might want to leave me out of this one." He goes, "I don't know if I." <laughs> Chris like didn't even know, want to I, be. I, I didn't want to be. He didn't want to be in the picture. So I'm like, "You know what? Screw this." So I pick one of me and him. I post it. And I put my phone down, and then, all of a sudden, you know, next thing you know, everybody, I, my my DMs went nuts. The Comments were about as crazy as anything that we've done since TV, and it was really really cool because everybody was saying the same thing, which was, "We just we just missed you guys." And hearing just what's going on in your lives and hearing you guys go back and forth, the banter and all that stuff was like brought us back to the old days of this and that. And then we had this email address that we put up there just kind of like as a gag. See if people will write in.
2: We were reading fake Dear Albies. Like we were saying that people were writing into the show. But 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 we we had never promoted the show uh, before. We never promoted it. Right. We were just like, oh, I don't know what the hell. (laughs) Like we're we're running out of Dear Albies. Like maybe people are going to want to write it. Maybe I'll just I'm being honest. I don't know if I'm not supposed to say any of this, but. We were like, well, maybe people who listen, if they if they hear that we're answering people's questions, so we just started making them up, and then we only did that for like a week. Well, we had and actually
0: then, no, we had we, we put it on Instagram once. Well, I put it on Instagram and I said, hey, I go answer, right. ask us questions. So they were real from Instagram, but there were a couple that before we had that idea, like episode one or two, one of the producers just like wrote in one. And I'm like, this is impossible. Like nobody sees this. <laughs> and it. so finally, it's like, yeah, I did it. And I'm like, so like, we it did it more kinda, than once. I'm calling. I'm so gonna do no, no, no that. I'm being <laughs> We serious. don't do it anymore. because no. we, it, it we didn't have now. to. So, right. but like the Instagram thing happened, and we definitely got a lot of. Th- and but people were, were. I was getting like hate mail because like months after that, people mm-hmm. were like, you made us email this random account and don't tell anybody why, and like you know all these things. So then finally, after we announced Kanye it. Of him. Yeah, yeah out, man, right. no, it's cool. So just, I'm, just I'm, an artist. <laughs> I'm an artist. Find out why. So then next thing you know, after we announced the show, that email blows up. And we hadn't, re- like, we haven't read A Dear Abby in I didn't even know how long.
2: Yeah. You know what's crazy is, um, and this has always been a thing for us with Manzo, with Housewives, with Season 2 of Housewives, Season 3, Season 4, all of it. We always assumed no one cared about us, like, a lot. Like, to the point where with this podcast i was like this is gonna be a three-digit number of people listening and we're gonna feel broken like we're not gonna like what uh, that's why honestly it's a lot of like we don't want to we don't want to know and we were really pleasantly surprised like that's the coolest part like al said earlier people say we missed you guys whatever kind of makes you realize like that we were doing something that a lot more people cared about than we we kind of realized because it's there's so many shows. I'm looking at a thousand of them on your wall right, right now of just like, Oh, there's so many things. Like it's so easy to, for people to forget us, you know? Yeah. But it's cool. That they don't. Yeah.
1: That's really amazing. So, I mean, compared to being on television versus podcasting, podcasting your thing.
0: Well, I think we're, we're having fun with it. Just the same way we had fun with TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I think our thing is just being ourselves and having fun, whatever, you know, whatever medium is going to pick that up, whether it's like, you know, a, four camera crew or, or Instagram like it, it's we're just always ourselves and we don't sit like I don't read the Dear Albie questions beforehand I don't sit down and say oh hey like you know this is how everything's got to be done and there's a plan I think what works with us is just being us and if people hated that that was a decision we made before doing Housewives if people were going to dislike us let them dislike us for the real thing not who we pretended to be you know and I think that Um, we have fun doing the show. It's something that we'll just keep doing as long as it's fun, you know, and, you know, I don't really have an idea of where we want it to land. Like, for us, it's just easy. Every few right. weeks, we jump on there, we do our thing. You know, people now want it more than once a week. Maybe we'll do it, maybe we won't. I have no freaking idea. Like we come on, we do our thing, and and people seem to like it, which is really all I can ever ask for, you know?
1: Well, we do have some bits um, of advice or advice seekers, I should say, from Twitter. So I wanted to read a couple of these two guys and see if. I saw if, one. It was so personal. Yeah, I mean, a couple <clears throat> of them were pretty much like, oh boy. Okay.
0: All of them are, really.
2: We had a moment where I was like, I kind of yelled at the audience and I was like, stop telling me that you're 26 single and can't figure out your life. <laughs> it's, boring. Like, it's boring. We have people that every 26 year you know, old. That's, welcome to the club. Okay? <laughs> it's just called being in your twenties. But then we're like, spice it up. Even if you have to lie
1: and I don't know if they're lying or what,
0: but they're going way too deep. They're going way too deep to be like, well,
1: so here's one from Jonathan in MN Minnesota, perhaps. I continue to be friends with someone who has no boundaries on friendship. How do I break it off? After six years of friendship, he's too overwhelming.
0: No boundaries of friendship? I mean, first of all, what so like, an example of that? A, a, a typical, like an, a dear Albie moment, right? This is typical Chris and I know it, what I'll do. These are like follow up central things. We want to know every little detail about this stuff. Like, no, right. tell it. Like, come on, get like, how is it overstepping? What's going on? So, personally, you know, with without a ton of context, I mean, I'm of the higher slow fire fast mentality when it comes to every little thing, like what, friends, relationships, this, that, and the other. So, if there are bound like, see what aggravates me about a I question don't like up that. With friends i want to know end. like i'm just I, like I wanna, now we're not friends yeah no no you keep it in the back of your mind and like maybe get some distance but i want to know what overstepping the boundaries is. see are.
2: i've never heard of that as a friend like is that someone that asked too many questions like well it's your friend like, what well do you want is to he do? going
0: home and like the guy's just like posted up on the couch with his mom talking saying like you know we really like we're really upset about like let's say his name's adam like you know i've been thinking it's like the cable guy like like you walk into an intervention <laughs> you know what i mean
2: i to me i don't break up with friends i'm just now we're just not friends anymore like, I don't need, I have way too there's many. There's no breakup text. I have way or. too many people that I have to, like, like, gently, yeah, exactly. That I have to, like, get out of a relationship. If I'm in a fight with family, I have to have a. I don't know if you guys are, families are like mine. If there's an argument over anything, you all have to meet in a basement or in a, in a kitchen somewhere, all of you, and talk it out. My friend, I don't have enough time to do that with right. my friends. Yeah. So now it's either we're friends <laughs> yeah. or we're not, and there there is very little notice when that
1: line is crossed.
0: Yeah, we're too busy fighting with our family to worry about fighting with our friends. I think
2: friends. the kids
1: right. call it ghosting. Yes, that is what <laughs> they call it. Well, here's another one. This one has a little bit more context, so this one might be easier mm. for you guys to answer. So this one is from Michael, and he says, My boyfriend is always taking care of his family more often than necessary. He's only 23 but has three jobs just to support them when they are more than capable of doing it on their own. He has too much on his shoulders, and they take advantage. At first I saw it as sweet because it's family, but now it's a hindrance. That's Help. the one I saw on Twitter. Right. Yeah. And I woke up to that because it was in all caps as well, I think. Some parts. <laughs> family is in all caps. Yeah. Oh, it was very startling when
2: I opened Twitter <laughs> this morning. Um, I So... I mean, all I would say there is like, clearly he's a provider, you know, when you have your own family that, that will benefit you as well. But, um, I don't understand ever the, the, like providing for your family thing. If you're not either like, unless you're in a peculiar circumstance, you know, the, one of the parents aren't around or what have you, whatever it is, who knows. But I think when you're, I think when you're in your twenties, especially like you need to kind of that's the foundation of your life. You kind of have to get yourself together, which I wish someone told me when I was 23.
0: (laughs) They're 23? Yeah. Honestly, it's kind of like two little approaches that I would take to that. Number one, I look at that as more of a pro than a con. I think the fact that somebody is... Willing to do that, sacrifice for their family and, and you know, that's a representation of who they are as a person. That's probably a big reason why you want to be with him in in the first place. You know, so it
2: might say something about the family you might marry into.
0: But though. but you know what though, you gotta think about what the circumstances are and, and to your point, you don't know if it's necessary because maybe the parents can't work or this or that. The second thing, and this would really be more advice to the boyfriend. i they I've said to be than
2: capable of taking care of themselves. Said
0: right, that. Yeah, but you know, I don't know, I don't know how deep that I don't know. Like the the boyfriend is probably in a better position to answer that than the the actual guy that's writing but right. what i'd say is this right you know at 23 years old uh the chances of you guys ending up together long term you know slim so if i'm the other guy frankly don't worry about being a selfish boyfriend let him look out for his family because that's who's staying around forever i've got to be honest it's almost like a selfish thing you can't like i think the guy writing that question is a little bit selfish a little bit
2: but in true dear albie fashion We pretty much put a bow on it like this by saying, also, he might just be cheating on you because he has three jobs. (laughs) This is what Chris says. Busy. He runs around. Oh, but my, family, no my one, family, my family, my family. No, there's a good chance that there's another person right now. Like this guy's always taking care of his family, but he's spending time with you. You gotta look into. Think that. about
0: the problem now. You are in this kid's life. Oh yeah. This kid's got three jobs supporting his family. <laughs> he's got a boyfriend that's criticizing him for yeah. it. The poor kid always trying to yeah. do his help everybody, and now I, you're throwing in that he's cheating. I didn't think about that. You guy are the actually. worst thing that's happened to him, and, it's, and it's, it, I don't even know how long. But see how easy it is. You right? are the problem. When someone's dead, oh my god. Crazy. Michael, take true. all of
1: this with a grain of salt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's well, probably not cheating on you all the time
0: Stop being a selfish boyfriend That's what I think Your guy's a good dude Stick it out
1: Well there we go That's what I think Alright let's do one more This one is Show up to all the jobs forward. though Just to be safe Yeah right <laughs> Just to, just unannounced Psycho This one's pretty straightforward Tips for saving money While just out of college And paying off tons of student loans Talk to somebody else right? uh- <laughs> 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 Work three jobs Is
2: pretty
0: much what we should <laughs> Tell them that, to do Yeah Yeah
2: I, I Truthfully uh, I can't give advice on saving money to anyone. I'm the absolute worst person I know with spending and budgeting. I'm getting better slowly. Um, all the the only advice I can give is that it's so important. It's uh, now it, going on thirty, looking back and being like, I can't buy a house right now. Now, granted, no one can, like, at all. Right? Right. I feel <laughs> so. I don't. I don't feel as lost because everywhere I turn, there's someone in my exact same position. But it's very. Uh, it's hard out here, man.
1: Gotta, well, I guess the tip could be then, like, figure out a budget. Like, put yourself on a budget. Talk to someone smart and listen to what they say.
2: Right. That would be like, – don't don't ask me. Maybe yeah. Al. Not me. But,
0: but, but you know what? I think it, it comes down a lot to, like, you know, what what are you feeding in this sense? Like, like when you're investing um, money and even emotionally, like, what are the things that you're getting back from all of those? So, like, whether it's time, money – Um, effort, even emotions and personal relationships. Like, you know, what am I getting back? So if you are, you know, if your goals are to own a house one day, okay, going out every weekend to a nightclub is not conducive to that. Like, just kind of chill out and don't worry about what your friends are doing and this and that. Just kind of be committed to what those goals are and do things that, you know, feed those, not the ones that send you back in another direction. It's really easy. Like, you know, it, it, it just comes down to, again, knowing what you want and being disciplined, that's really all it is.
2: But also if you really want something, you should buy it. <laughs> you really, I like this dynamic here. <laughs> if you really want something, buy it. You know, because you can hit by a bus tomorrow and you'll be like, Oh, yeah, look, well, you gotta have fun. I wish I got those shoes now. You gotta right. you, know? you gotta enjoy life. you, you don't spend it, it's just paper, bit. man. It's true. It's just money. That's what I'm saying. Don't listen to me. See, <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> I give bad advice.
1: Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. I have some comments on this room real fast. Please.
2: I think it's really funny that all the housewives just for there's a bunch of pictures of like every Bravo show in this room for those that aren't here and uh, all the housewives are dressed up in like all these fancy dresses and the Vanderpump people you're like just get naked we don't want you wearing any clothing whatsoever it's all the most beautiful people on the planet yeah and in like a Calvin Klein ad I would buy any underwear that that they're wearing (laughs) I don't even care what it is they're like it's a collection of beautiful people, and everyone else you're yeah. like cover up. But those yeah. people, those <laughs> everyone's people, in very, very good shape. There, it's crazy. <laughs> I keep, I don't know if you guys noticed. Like, I feel bad. The person keeps taking pictures. In the back of my head because I keep staring at all these pictures <laughs> of how different everyone. Everyone's just the exact same in all these pictures, and then all the naked people from Vanderpump. Right, it's so amazing. That's the way it should be. <laughs> Every single housewife. It makes me dear. realize why we don't have a show anymore because these people are so good looking.
0: <laughs> well This was fun.
1: Well, thank you so much. Good catching up.